Today I'm joined by Katharina Eisenberg, who is also known as Kunst und Klartext. She is a contemporary artist from Germany. She's concerned with the abilities of the human mind. Her works reflect about the psychological and global issues, mirroring the qualities and specifics of the time and sphere we live in. In her multi-parted series, acrylic paintings and mixed media 3D installations, she also often works with symbols which talk to the subconscious. She's currently making international projects and art residencies in different countries, expanding her global network to get to know the meta level of various forms of beings. This is a great inspiration for her, leading to multi-layered new artistic impulses. The metamorphosis process is very aware in her artwork, and the Phoenix will explain more as she also has recently participated in the Lacuna International Contemporary Arts Festival. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kathleen. Tell us a bit about your background. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored to speak to you today in your podcast. Um, yes, I'm happy to be here. Um, yes, what can I tell you? I'm from Berlin, natural born and raised in Berlin. And um, so I'm a big city girl, but now I live in the countryside in the south of Germany in Bavaria. Uh, but that's another story. That's a long story. Um, let's focus on the business part in this case. Um, I was a musician first. I'm always into the um, creative stuff. Never, I'm, I'm just made for this. Um, I couldn't go another way than the, yeah, than the creating way. And first, it was uh, the music. But, but to to be honest, I, I was always. Um, doing very much um, handwork I was I was painting and drawing and um, even when I was a child I was making kind of crazy art projects but nobody realized it was art <laughs> you know it was like hey, the crazy one is doing her stuff again <laughs> but um, it was not so obvious because um, I'm just not from a family where it was expected you know, uh, they have a more, there are many creatives in there, but it's more an academical background. And so it was not, oh, look at this crazy artist child. It was like, okay, what's she doing? Ah, um, yeah, it's just her, her nature. And um, then uh, I studied music with a major in classical singing. And I was a singer and a voice coach. Um, for about 10 years. But my um, my visual side was kind of stronger. And it was um, like if they if the um, auditive side and the visual side were um, like, how to say, um, when I when I hear music and the musicians are really in in the emotion, I see the I see colors and patterns inside, you know, and um, yeah, it was like um, one day it came to a switch, 
and my creativity changed the channel. And since then, it was 2015, I started painting and um, sculpting and making installation. Yeah, it was like like breaking breaking out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so and now I'm a full time uh, contemporary artist. Yeah. Some really interesting and fascinating experiences, you know, uh, both in your personal transition when you moved between the countryside and the city, um, as well as the different evolving art forms that you've uh, been involved in. Um, your artwork is really interesting in that it, in part, it explores human psychology and the subconscious. What prompted you to explore these themes? That's a very good question. I'm happy you <laughs> you make uh, you you ask it. Um, it's uh, um, it's my nature is to see very deep in psychology. I can't really explain why, but that's one of my talents, I would say. And um, sometimes it's a bit of burden too, <laughs> because uh, if you really see very much, then yeah, then you have to deal with uh, very much information. And um, in my art, I work very intuitively, but not only. It's also extremely logical. I have like two different. Um, major um, forms of expression. One is um, very, very female and flowing and musical, and um, just a just a um, joy to dive into the colors and patterns. And it's very from a design place. And the other one is very conceptual. Conceptual, yeah. I I know before I start the painting or the installation, I know exactly what I will have in as an end product, and then I need to follow my own um, plan. Yeah. So so this is um, yeah. It's just like like um, my 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 personal way to look at the world. That's really interesting, you know, that you sort of look at your intrinsic um, perspectives and sort of have that as a guiding force. And I think psychology is not something that's new. We we think it's a new discipline because of the evolution in psychology and the awareness um, in the modern times. But through ancient history, you know, this is something that We've been learning about ourselves, our minds, how we think, how our behaviors affect us, our emotions, our feelings, our memories. Um, that's just one aspect of it. It's a very broad field. Um, thinking about psychology and art and sort of linking that to the recent events of COVID, you know, and this process of lockdown and the impact that it had on the global psychology, the global um, zeitgeist, global mindset. So what are your thoughts on that in relation to art? 
I love this question. <laughs> very good one. Very good point. Yes, um, I think this major global crisis is like um, we were both in the Lacuna Art Festival involved. You, um, so so we have just we have just um, processed the theme of metamorphosis. And um, yeah, I painted last year. I painted this uh, phoenix. No, not last year. Twenty-one or twenty-two? Ah, it was twenty-two. But it was um, um, one of the aspects um, I saw in this big, like big crisis, big breakdown, and um, this uh, change. Um, which has which was happening to the society um is it's still going on it's not it's not finished yet as we have more crisis situations globally at the moment and um but it was kind of a big um how to say a big break a, a big breaking point or or um changing point in history a bit from from the energetical aspect maybe like a big world war inside from from the from the um long term aspects yeah uh, absolutely and i think um the artists have um yeah, we we always try to reflect what what is going on in a way, and uh, try to process and um, show or make visible what what is um, what the people are um, concerned by. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, I, I agree with you, Katrina. That it has a, it has quite a, um, a significant impact, you know. And you you compared it to, like an impact of war. And I think, you know, when there's war, people don't feel safe. That's a birthing safety. And then you know this sense of um, our safety being affected by this unprecedented virus you know yeah. and then this impact on human psychology of you know the lockdown um the talk about increasing isolation the effect on mental health and then even the changing art practices as well in some way it created more barriers in some ways it broke down barriers by you know going digital and sort of globally artists could connect and you know having digital exhibitions so it's really interesting that you sort of touched about upon that now you come from Germany um, and this is sort of your cultural background does is there any cultural influence any Germanic cultural influence in the artwork that you create and um, not really as it is because I have it in myself, you know, it's normal. So if you 
from Persia or UK or you always have a cultural imprint and so do I have I <laughs> and um, yeah maybe that very um, how to say earthly aspect of my art is very German and also my way of working is very German you know I'm very clear and disciplined and I know exactly what I will go this way until it's finished and I'm like yeah this it's typical German but um in my in my um expression I'm I don't think I'm so German I'm influenced by um by many different aspects, but I'm, um, I react very much on the surrounding. So if I'm now the art residencies, for example, I was in Japan and I created a, um, an artwork which was about Japanese life wisdoms because I wanted to dive into this, um, surrounding and, um, reflect what I found interesting and yeah. And so I think I'm more observing the place where I'm at at the moment. I think it's it's yeah. really it's really interesting what you've said, um, and I can relate to it on a personal level. You know, I've had um, an upbringing both in individualistic societies and communal societies. You know. And sometimes I feel like a little bit of a match between the East and the West, um, yes. even in terms of familial familial upbringing. And I think there's little bits. And because we have an increased global society and we interact with so many cultures, I think they make an imprint upon us. Yes, our yes. native culture does have an imprint, perhaps in the way we think, perhaps in our outlook. But I don't think... Personally, for me, it's going to be a hundred percent. It's just going to be parts of like like yourself. Like you know, you said you traveled to Japan, for instance, and you were looking at um, creating artwork on on certain themes there. So I think even the varying cultural philosophies, because we're human, you know, it's natural for us to react. It's natural for us to absorb. It's it's natural for us to to feel, you know, yes. to have this sort of interaction with our surrounding and our environment. And I think in an increasing cosmopolitan and multicultural world, it's just this fusion at times of cultures. And um, and sometimes, you know, I, I like to look at different cultures and arts, and sometimes you find great differences within the same culture. And sometimes you find great similarities be between different yeah. cultures or vice versa. So. Yeah, it's very that's interesting. So interesting. Yeah, and there's a blurring. There's, you know, the, the boundaries are not as um, as clear. So that's really fascinating. And thank you. So you you travel quite a bit. What has been one of the meaningful places that you've traveled to so far, and what makes it meaningful for you? Um, I love uh, Ireland very much because of their um, strong bond with nature and they have a big 
how to say mythology but also I like England because I'm a rebel too <laughs> and um, in UK it's so they're very much um, about individualism that's really interesting actually I just want to kind of lead on to that was there a difference a significant difference did you feel between when you were living in the countryside or the city like culturally as well like was there was there like um like even within a country did you find that there was and what was that like oh that's also a very good question um it's a huge difference because um especially in bavaria the people are very traditional conservative and yeah that, but they're also very direct and honest like in berlin too the people from berlin are very special too very yeah but that's um that uh, these traits are shared both berlin you can you can run around with a um batman costume and nobody will say a thing <laughs> and in bavaria they definitely recognize <laughs> and yeah because it was a very um very clear decision also to change i studied in hamburg in in, in germany hamburg hamburg and um this was a clear decision also to to leave berlin to go to hamburg and i was 10 years there and then it was clear I wanted to move to the countryside now. And I had a concert in um, in the area here in Bavaria. And I saw the mountains and the lakes and I was like, okay, this is the place I want to live next. And I just knew. So, and then I, yeah, I made it happen. But yeah, never say never, who knows. <laughs> That, that's that's it, it, and that's what I love in traveling also in working um abroad and in different places um that you make the experience of um changing surroundings and uh, redefining yourself in different situations and cultures and that's a very good way to know who you are. Absolutely. And to also, Absolutely. and to create inner home, like you said. Absolutely, I, I agree with you. I think it's, you know, it's a case of where you, where you sort of, I suppose, lay down your roots as well. And having this identity of where you are from, where you're heading, where you will be, I think all of these identities come together to make us who we are. For some people, they like to constantly travel. Others, they like to, you know, just stay in one place and maybe travel later or yes. do their travel, you know, or, or, not, or not travel at all and stay. And that's yes. fine. I think for me, in my youth, I traveled a lot. And, you know, being around different countries, working in different countries. And I just think for me, personally, uh, it's not. It's nice to still see the world, but I want to lay down my roots. I yes. think. I think life is very short, 
And yes. it just depends on what, what the outlook is. And it's so wonderful to hear your insights. So art is a universal language. How do you use your artwork to communicate? That's an interesting question. I think every every expression, every natural expression is saying something and has a um has a message. And especially if it's uh, if it's uh, born from from a mind, if it's made from a mind, and then um, uh, uh, how to say in English, and then it's it's uh, becoming material, ma materialized. It started in the mind, and then it became materialized. And so this is the process, and it's like um, a plant, uh, which is um, a seed first, and then it develops, and then in the end you will see what kind of plant it is. And that's the same with art. Every um, your art can only be born through your system, and it's the same with my art can only be born. Through my system, because um, we are the um, like the channel of the idea, and um, yeah, so so that's it's a um, sometimes you know we're all part of a collective consciousness. I call it, and. Um, so so often we talk about similar things, but you could never say it the same way, you know. If we if we show like like every artist in the Metamorphosis Festival had such a different view on the same topic, and even in our last podcast about the Metamorphosis, we were talking um, about this uh, process, and you asked all the artists, what part of the process is especially for you personal important? And every artist named another part of this process. And we didn't talk it over before. It was just by accident because we are all different notes in a melody. And that's the interesting point. And so my art is telling my frequency is is uh, singing my frequency in the world, yeah. And, 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 and also talking about the topics I'm talking about. So yeah, I'm processing. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> what a beautiful way of saying this. It's so elegant, and and thank you, you know, for um for sharing that perspective. It's. Thank you for the nice question. <laughs> the way that you put it. And what does the future hold for you, Katharina? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I know I have plans. Sure, I always have plans, and I'm um the next thing I would go to, uh from art residency in a week. Next week I would go. 
to to Canary Islands to make a new artwork there. And um, I will be a few weeks there. And afterwards, I have a few um, uh, exhibitions and uh, things going on in Germany again. But next year, I hope uh, there are some projects in the making in other countries again, but I can't tell yet because the chick is still in, in the egg. <laughs> and if you like, hey, come out, it's not ready yet. You know what I mean? Oh, that's lovely. I, I love your expressions about the melody and the chicks and everything. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And um, I'm sure the future, you know, it, it works itself out. So yes. um, it, everything does work itself out. 